Oh, yes, today on New Amsterdam Radio, we're talking about doing it with flair, stage presence, and what that means for you, your brand, your projects, and everything you're working on. Let's go. How's everyone doing out there in the world? If you're like me living in the United States, you're dealing with some cold that a winter that's definitely one of the coldest winters for the ages especially those of you that live in the midwest um i've been fortunate enough to to be based in socal for about a decade or so and it's it's relatively cold i mean it gets down to the 40s at night which is cold for southern california but never something i can brag about with my friends uh and my family that live back on the east coast right 40 degrees that's the day you unzip your jacket and go get ice cream or something and meanwhile i'm wrapped up in a sweater <laughs> with the heat on that thins your blood winter time is here uh i was working on something for new amsterdam we are about to relaunch the brand well not relaunch basically do the uh, 2019 visual um, update for the site and all the products and stuff and we work entirely on that so that's something to look out for so that's right this is new amsterdam radio powered by new amsterdam.com your home for high quality notebooks and pens uh, it's basically a city for creatives creative people like yourself now today i want to talk to you about flair stage presence charisma the x factor all of that and what that means for you uh, as a creative person as a creative individual as someone who works on a project and what that means for the actual product or service you're specializing in what does it mean uh how you can leverage that and then ultimately what's that mean for the growth of that project or product or service It's an undeniable truth. If it can be done, it can be done with flair, right? I'm sure you've gone to a fancy bar drinking establishment or something along those lines. Um, there are some people out there that's really content with just pouring a drink and handing that drink over to you or that soda if you don't drink. But there's some that likes to flip bottles and light drinks on fire and, and spin around while wearing uh, fancy pins on their shirt, <laughs> on their hat. Um, or not even in the bar. What about the crossing guard? When I was a kid, there was a, a one crossing guard and she was a retiree and she got up from her lawn chair, stuck her stop sign out in the street and just uh, curled her finger to get us all to come across. Uh, but right now in my neighborhood, there is a crossing guard that gets up and does a jumping jack and spins around and, and waves at the kids and smiles at each and every one of them and gives everyone a handshake. It's the same position, the same job, but it's done with a little bit of ponage, as the uh, snobs say. Now, flair can really be damaging if done in excess, right? You want to be able to back up your sizzle with some steak. But being able to show a little bit of your personality, your charisma, your flow, can help you differentiate your brand from somebody else or differentiate your product or service from somebody else. And doing that consistently kind of makes it a brand a life of its own. It always becomes its, rep its own reputation. Uh, I like to go with comedy a lot because I'm a comedian. But today, I want to talk to you again. We mentioned a little bit about this in some past episodes about professional wrestling. And I love it to death because it's a perfect example of how we can uh, use a lot of principles in that business, uh, in that format to a lot of things. Now, I'm not sure if you're a fan like myself or if you know about it tangently from friends 
Or maybe you've never even seen it, but you know the archetype of one, right? Usually it's a 300-pound man in a leotard. But uh, it's kind of an archaic stereotype. But let's say that's the only reference that you have. Now, when you're a professional wrestler, you have certain signature moves. Those are things that the audience is used to you seeing. Maybe that may be your actual craft, right? Um, Or the fact that you walk to the ring a certain way. But everything beyond that, we're talking about the color of your boots, the design of your costumes, your catchphrases, how your merchandise looks, how your hair looks, how often you finish your matches a certain way. All that stuff helps you to differentiate what you offer in the ring to the next person who offers the same exact product or service in the ring. When someone tells me, hey, man, I love wrestler X, but X wrestler Y is not that great. And I say, well, they're about the same height and weight and class. Why do you have a preference? And someone goes, well, I love their persona. I love the way they strut. I love the way they they wave at the audience. These are things that don't necessarily impede when the actual work, but it's kind of like icing on the cake. Uh, I have a little short group with a bunch of DJs and wedding professionals here in the Southern California area. And we always talk about the differences between a good wedding DJ, a great wedding DJ, and a mediocre one. And a lot of it is interesting, but a lot of it is the flair. A lot of it is the personality of the person behind the controller or the ones and twos, the decks, or the CDs if you're old school. You know, remember mixing on CDs? Oh man, that was a dark time. You see, at a wedding, you play songs left and right channel. Uh, you make a couple announcements. Please welcome the bride and groom. But some DJs are like ready to be big with it. They're ready to say, hey, please welcome Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, some people don't like doing announcements and really like to be mixologists and be able to layer two, four, six tracks of audio at once. And some DJs go, that's not really my thing. But what happens is the way you offer your your product, that's coupled with how you dress at these events, how often you respond to emails, how does your website look, uh, how are you getting your reviews and what your people are saying your reviews are about them, about you, uh, all that kind of works. And then into it, your charisma. You know, people want to feel a good vibe when they use your product and service. People want to feel like they're at least getting something for their money. They don't necessarily have to feel good about a horror graphic novel, or if that's something you're into, but they want to see they're getting a value for what they're putting into. And a lot of times, the extra stuff, the flair, the sizzle, is what brings people to even sampling or trying your product. That is the the nectar in the the flower petals with the nectar, right? So I got my analogy messed up. The flower petals keep things nice and, and pretty and bees go, wow, look at these bright colors. We'll go over there to pollinate and, and being able to, to poke at that nectar. And then uh, as a byproduct, they bring pollen from one flower to the other, right? So to get back to the example of you being creative, if you like to draw, draw sketches and you're an artist and you like to draw sketches of landscapes, uh, you realize that, hey, these landscapes are really good. I want someone to give me a chance. Maybe you decide to do a landscape of a fictional city and say, here's a landscape of what Gotham City might be like, look like. And that may be you're in. Wow, this guy can take fictional cities and do landscapes. Doesn't necessarily impact the actual craft or your talent, but definitely gives someone uh, a bit quicker way to describe you to other people. And I know 
as artists, we don't want to be put in boxes. We don't want people to, be, to tell us what we are or what you're like. We want to be as unique as they come. But I can tell you, uh, we mentioned this before, it's not really about being the most unique kid in school. It's about putting yourself in a box and being able to break out of that box later on. Because you can be someone that's good at everything. You could be someone that can sing all different kinds of songs. You could be that wrestler in our example that can wrestle different kinds of matches. But people want to be able to say, oh, that's the, the slow and methodical guy. Oh, that's the uh, guy who did the, the, the Gotham City landscapes. Oh, that's the break dancer who only breaks dance to disco music. And so when you have that flair, that panache, that X factor, when you're able to break out of that, when you do something else, it becomes something of a surprise, right? So yes, invest in a fancy website that maybe oversells very slightly what you can offer. Why don't you invest in that pop-up shop and and experiment with colors or experiment with a particular fashion choice, you know, I'm a big fan of content marketing. And when I was in the marketing world, uh, there was the godfather of, of content marketing, Joe Paluzzi. Uh, and he's, he's is still considered pretty much legendary in his field. Um, his signature trademark, besides his knowledge, is the fact he loves the color orange. Like his shirts, his suits, his pocket squares are different varying degrees of orange. As he's gotten older, he's gotten a little bit more muted with it. You know, you'll have orange stripes here. But the fact that you think of orange in content marketing, definitely Joe Paluzzi comes up. And that is something extra beyond what he can offer, beyond what he's known for, that helps people to describe him to others who are not maybe familiar. So think about flair the next time you work on a big project or, or working on your content marketing plan or working on your social media advertising plan or if you're looking to launch something in the future. All that things are important to get everything in a box for you to break out of. That's all the time we have for this edition of New Amsterdam Radio, powered by NewAmsterdam.com. Make sure you listen, subscribe, share the podcast with all your friends, and check out NewAmsterdam.com. We definitely have something in the works coming for you in the next couple couple weeks. Uh, Keep your eyes and ears out for that. Uh, Once again, I'm Flobo Voice, the co-founder of New Amsterdam and New Amsterdam Radio. I'm the voice of the podcast. If you got something, complaints, comments, concerns, good praise, uh, check me out at flowbito.com. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O.com. Until next time, the city is yours.